Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Social media is a constant presence in our lives, and while there are positives, there can also be a lot of negatives, and we wanted to talk about the importance of not getting overwhelmed by the bad or negative things you see on social media. For this discussion, we caught up with Dr. Nina Mendez-Diaz. She is an assistant professor of psychology at LaSalle University. So we have been going through a lot the last couple of years. We are still in a pandemic, although it sometimes feels like it's over, but it's not. A lot of people are stressed and understandably so over what we're seeing in Ukraine. Overall, how difficult, I shouldn't say how difficult, how easy is it to get overwhelmed by social media right now? I think it's easy to get overwhelmed by social media in general, let alone when there are so many difficult, um, sad, and just um you know, trying things that are happening across the world, um, that access, that connection, I think just kind of adds to the plate of difficulty because not only are we just exposed to a large amount of information, but the information can be very depressing. And to me, I feel like there's different levels of, of this. I think there's the top level COVID Ukraine, like these, these big picture really important things that you can try to close off for a little bit, but you're going to hear about them regardless. Then I think there's another level of just kind of disinformation, misinformation, things that are put out there purposely with an agenda to to deceive you and make you upset about things that maybe aren't really happening or completely out of context. But then the, this is the level that I really kind of sparked this conversation with me. I think there's this level of things where let's say you're on Twitter and you're you've got a friend that you used to work with that maybe lives in California and their nephew had an accident and they post to GoFundMe, you know, please help if you can. And I, I completely understand that. And you read that GoFundMe and it's a sad story and it doesn't affect you at all. Maybe this is a person you haven't really talked to in 20 years, but it, it takes a little bit of your emotional capital. And then somebody on the other side, a friend of yours on the other side of the country posts something, once again, with a pure heart, pure intentions of, boy, look at this sad story that happened in my neighborhood, a, a child shot to death, a nine-year-old, just pulling an example out that. And you read that and you go, oh my God, that's that's awful. Another thing, nothing to do with you, doesn't affect you in the least, but it takes another little piece of emotional capital. And I feel like that is something when you combine it with everything else really makes the burden really heavy to carry to just kind of scroll through for 10 minutes on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the the trouble too is that we're not just spending 10 minutes. So that could happen in such a short time frame. But what we're doing is we're also spending hours and hours and hours. We're doom scrolling, right? So the act of kind of just scrolling on on the internet, scrolling on your phone, whatever you're doing. And you have no idea how much time is passing. And what you're doing is you're exposing yourself to all of this information where all of those examples that you just described in isolation to themselves, we could probably handle for the most part, right? You get sad. You're like, wow, this really sucks. I hope that 
you know, things get better. If I can contribute, I'm going to help. Is there anything I can do? You go through that conversation. But when you are constantly exposed to those things, that's when it really starts to take a toll on us. You, you called it pieces, right? And I think that that's a really good way to describe it because we only have so many pieces to a puzzle, right? And if we constantly start chipping those away at high rates over and over and over again in small amounts of time, we start to see that we're just pulling a piece by piece by piece. And we're exposing ourselves to all this negative information that it makes, we're human. It makes complete sense what that would take start to take a really, really, really um, a deep toll on us and really affect our psychological well-being in a number of ways. And I feel like this is specifically a social media problem because if you and I talked 60 years ago, things were bad then. Like the, you know, there were there were wars, there were there was protest, there was disease, but we weren't constantly overexposed with waves of this after waves of this. And it kind of gives you the, the the idea sometimes that the, the world is in the worst place it's ever been. And that's probably not true, but we also never had 24 seven access to all the bad things all over. And perception is key because even if, you know, we look at the statistics, statistics around like, you know, um, how many bad things were happening in the world this year or the last couple years compared to like the sixties and the seventies, right? Like we can compare those, but even if they are of equal, you know, instance, we are still exposed to them so much more now than we were before because of social media. So if you think about it, like I have people in my life who will say things like, Oh, I got to stop watching the news. There's so much negative stuff on the news. I'm just going to turn it off and watch something different. Right. But what we're doing with social media is we're not doing those check-ins. We're not saying like, oh, wow, I'm starting to feel really sad about the things that I'm seeing online. Let me do something different. Let me change what I'm doing. We're just constantly doom scrolling, regardless of the content that we're seeing. The impact happens to our psychological well-being, and yet we continue to do it anyway. What would you advise someone? Because like I... I, I don't know where I would place myself personally when it comes to my social media use. I'm really only on Twitter now and I'm on it pretty regularly for, because of what I do for a living. And I kind of have to be keeping track of things. Um, but what is your advice? Because it's become such a part of our life to, you know, I think it's easier said than done that, oh, we'll just stop checking it. Like, okay, some people are going to be able to do that. I think the vast majority it's like I said, easier said than done. How do you approach this to make sure that you're not getting overwhelmed by things you can't control? Well, I think the first, the first really important step is for us to have a level of awareness of how we're thinking and feeling and how we're doing in terms of our well-being, right? Because I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think that's the problem because I think we constantly will expose ourselves to these things regardless of the outcomes or the or the consequences of that exposure. So if we started to have these check-ins with ourselves where we say like, wow, you know what? I spent an hour and I feel worse about life right now, right? Or I feel sadder. I feel more depressed. If I was struggling with anxiety already, my anxiety feels worse, right? I have a headache now. All of these things that I think that we tend to get on airplane mode, we, we tend to, they tend to happen and we tend to just ignore them and keep going, right? Because it's what we do in society today. We constantly just want that, um, 
that uh, information just piling in and piling in and piling in. So I think the first step really is to pause and make ourselves do those check-ins. Just like I used that example earlier, where you might have people who say, oh, I got to stop watching the news. I'm feeling a little sad. We actively make changes in our life related to that, right? We have to do the same thing here. We also hear with other areas of our life. Think about like diets, right? Where people will say, oh man, I've been eating really bad this week. I have to really change my diet for the rest of the week and do a little bit better. It's like this level of awareness that we have to have where we say, you know what? I'm feeling worse (laughs) about myself or about life or just about the world in general, let me try to do something a little bit different. I think that's the first thing that we need to do is increase our awareness about our our well-being and the connection that it can have to social media. Because to my second point, I think we also tend to really just dismiss that a little bit. I think we see, we sometimes see social media as this innocent way to share and think and connect, but it really does have the power to impact the way we are thinking and feeling about ourselves, our relationship, the world, everything. So we have to understand the power of social media and understand that it's important for us to take it seriously and to understand that it is directly connected to our our well-being um, in terms of how we're doing ourselves. And then the third thing that I was thinking about is that we also have to take things with a grain of salt, I think, because I think the other issue that we have in society is that we think everything we see on social media is true right? And a lot of it is misinformation, right? So some of the negative things that we're reading, some of the things that people are sharing, they might not even be true, right? So what we can do is really think about what we're exposing ourselves to, uh, check your sources, um, do, uh, do your research, right? Really look into what people are sharing, what you're sharing, and, and, and understand that not everything you see on social media is 100% accurate. We talked about taking this in but I mentioned like, you know, you see this story from this friend, you see this story from this friend. Should we take more from the opposite end that maybe we don't need to post everything? Maybe there are certain things you should consider, you know, what's the upside of telling this telling this story? What's the upside of sharing this link? This is not going to help anyone. This is just going to bring people down. And I, I mean, you can't police everything, but should there be kind of a moment of self-reflection with is it worth it putting this out into the world? Yeah, well, I think the word self-reflection is key here because in my experience, I have never seen a negative outcome come from just a little bit more self-reflection, right? So if we could just really think about what we're posting, what we're sharing, what we're commenting a little bit more, I think that will help because that also helps with the piece I mentioned earlier, which, which is that level of awareness, right? Because, it, and and it always kind of makes me think about how, We as a society are also so quick to post negative things, right? But what if we started thinking about how we could put some positivity out there in the universe, right? Um, We tend to gravitate towards reading stories about that have negative content, right? What if we started making sure that we expose ourselves to positive things? I mean, you think about like the, the, you know, to bring up the Oscars last night, right? What is, what is the world talking about right now? We're talking about something negative that happened, yet it's overshadowing all of the beautiful things that happened, all of the wonderful things that stood out in that evening. And we're talking about the negative. It's what we tend to do as society. So what we can do is start to really be a little bit, you know, that self-reflection piece, increase that, really think about what we're sharing, what we're reading, and understand that all of that is connected to how we're feeling on on the inside too. That 
that tendency to to share and read the negative or focus on the negative is that a human thing or is that something that we can that has really become a social media thing i think that it's a human thing but social media really just kind of um uh, brings it to light a little bit more. I mean, because if you think about it, even before social media, yeah, you know, we love reality TV, for example. We love the drama. We love the excitement. I mean, it just makes us human. Some people hate it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to generalize, but for the most part, um, we like the juicy stories, right? Um, so I think it's a tendency that for us to just be human. That's a human part of us. Um, but I think the problem is that again, in isolation, just that it's okay, right? We can get through, but when you add it to billions of people sharing, connecting, sharing the negative, indulging in, in, in the juicy stuff, right. Or the negativity, I think that's when it becomes a problem because not only it goes from something that you just experience yourself, or you share with maybe one or two people to now the entire world sees it and everybody has opinion about it too. To the point about the opinion, because it's interesting. This is something I talked to you beforehand. You mentioned the Oscars, and obviously the Will Smith, Chris Rock situation is, is front and center. And I think that's a podcast on its own of how everyone's used that as a vessel to further their own agenda. But uh, there was also a situation where Lady Gaga uh, was helping Liza Minnelli during a presentation. And it was really sweet and human and genuine. And Lady Gaga has a long history of working with Tony Bennett, who has had his health struggles, struggling with dementia and once again genuine human real and i saw somebody post something on twitter basically talking about how sweet this is and how heartening it is that lady gaga and she used i believe the word was elderly help our elderly celebrities and within a couple of responses it devolves into an argument of over who should be considered elderly and you know how it can be offensive and i'm just kind of like how did we get here like how does that happened to your point of look for the positive. That's one where I think even as you start, you're like, wow, makes me feel good. It takes about 10 seconds before you're back in the crapper again. Yeah. Right. Because I think it it, go, it speaks to that negativity piece where we have this human tendency to just want to indulge in the negative stuff. Right. And then I think the other piece that social media brings out is that we also have this tendency to think that our opinions have to be the opinions of everybody. Right. So social media gives us the platform to say, I'm going to argue with you about this because you should think how I feel. And it's, it's there for the world to see, which means people know that it's happening. People know that, it, that, you know, people are watching. And then that adds another layer, layer to it because then you're like feeling a little bit embarrassed. And you're like, let me reply. Let me stick up for myself. Let me, you know, tell them why they're wrong. And then it just becomes this cycle of negative, 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 which started from something positive. You know, my hope is that in situations like that, like this is something that I try to do in my own personal life. And I, I did notice the difference when people start to post negative stuff like that, I'll hide it or delete it. Right. Or I will just say, I respectfully disagree. Um, that's not what this post was about. And I would bring it back to the positive. I've looked at this conversation through the eyes of someone who's uh, luckily, uh, surrounded by people that care about him, support system, relatively stable mental state. You know, what about this overwhelming negativity in people that are struggling with mental illness, struggling with depression, struggling with anxiety? What is your level of concern for, for those folks that, once again, just scrolling on a Wednesday, not doing anything to pursue anything? 
Yeah. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because it does really concern me because, you know, social media doesn't discriminate. It doesn't, it doesn't stop people who have anxiety disorders, you know, struggling with depression, panic disorders, you know, anybody can use social media, right? Which is great. I'm not saying it shouldn't be that way, but the problem is social media really can exacerbate some of those symptoms, right? It can make your experience of your depression and your anxiety worse, for example. But I think the trouble is, and in my clinical experience, I've noticed that clients don't always make that connection. So they'll be quick to say, you know, um, I feel more depressed because, you know, I lost my job or um, I don't have a good, uh, you know, relationship with my mom, whatever it may be. Like there are so many other, there's so many examples that I could come up with, but I very rarely hear people say any connection between their social media patterns and the symptoms and challenges that they're experiencing in terms of their mental health. And I think we have to start having conversations about those worlds, 100% being connected. Do we appreciate, and I mean, we're, I don't know, two decades into social media, maybe a decade into really, really widespread use. Do we appreciate yet, you think, the effect it's had on human beings as a whole? Or is that something that is, we're going to have to wait 30, 40, 50 years to look back and really get a a whole look at the effect it's had? Well, you know, I, and I'm glad, you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, social media isn't isn't the devil here. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not, um, it's not the main problem. I think it's how we're using it, which is the challenge and our lack of awareness of the impact of its use. Right. Um, I think what we really, I think for some of us, we are able to recognize the beauty that social media has brought to this world. I mean, if you think about it, you think about people who, you know, live in other states, people who are stationed in other states who are, you know, traveling all over who, you know, there's so many examples that we can come up with where social media has allowed them to have a connection. It allowed for time and space to no longer be an issue or a barrier to having connections with the ones that you care about and love. Um, uh, from a clinical perspective too, I have a lot of clients who also like join groups on social media, right? Um, if they have struggles with connecting and building relationships, there are groups for that. Like there's so much that social media has brought in terms of positivity, but I unfortunately think that it is so often overshadowed by the negative. And I'm not convinced that we as a whole, as a, or society as a whole, I should say, um, understand the potential and value that it has to offer because I think we're just so stuck and um, in and just um, focusing on the negative in general instead of focusing on the positive. And to kind of branch this out a little bit, how much do you think people on social media has to do with kind of our current political climate? And what I mean by that is I don't mean the content per se that you see on social media. But it just seems like more and more people are getting comfortable and saying things that if they said them in a room with a party, there's a good chance they'd get punched in the mouth. But there's a lack of uh, a lack of real uh, fallout from your actions and just constantly posting like that on social media. It it would seem to me that it starts to branch out into real life for lack of a better term to where suddenly things have become, I don't want to say acceptable, but 
get accepted by people that maybe prior to social media would have been told, hey, shut up. That's enough. Like it just seems to change things. Yeah. Those are, so those are the digital muscles that I like to refer to. Right. And so it's like, I'm behind the computer. So I feel like I can say and do whatever I want, regardless of the consequences. And I think, again, that just contributes to this negative um, viewpoint that we see about the world and ourselves because we're constantly arguing with people. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.